whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF and Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Oh, uh, yo, well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yes, indeed. 1010 WPTF time. Mike Rayleigh here, along with Ann Clapp and uh, Brother Rufus Edmonston, former Attorney General and Secretary of State in North Carolina and Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of Gardening. Who likes his life better now? Huh? Who likes his life better now than all those uh, fancy things I did all those years? That's right. This is a lot more fun, isn't it? Maybe I was able to help a couple people along the way. I think you probably helped a lot of people (laughs) and ran for governor. Uh, Yeah. But it was a bad year. It was a. Uh, <laughs> you had a great opponent. Well, you win some and you yeah. you lose some. I mean, you you really were up how against you a good it. man, Jim Martin. How you climb out of the valley of despair to get to the top of yeah. the mountain, to drink was, water from the cool, clear spring. And mm-hmm. it was also a Reagan landslide year, so <clears throat> 1984. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, you didn't make it to the governor's mansion. You've been there many times, so. Yeah. Yeah. So. But other than that, you've you've uh, you've done pretty well for yourself. Well, one friend. time I, I was thinking the other day that 
I got to sleep in the Lincoln bedroom one time under, at the White House yes. under Bill Clinton, and that was quite a quite a, a big deal because how many people in their life would get to spend the night in the Lincoln bedroom where one of the greatest presidents ever lived stayed and slept in the same bed that Lincoln That's slept right. in? And in fact, I didn't sleep very much because I was so excited about it. <laughs> you were walking tr- walking around the. I was walking around the, the second floor there, the or whatever it is. Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh yeah. Well, you don't. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go to sleep if you were sleeping <laughs> in the White House. You'd want to walk around and see things, I guess. But yeah. uh, pick up a match. Anyway, walker. it's been a wonderful life, and I've, you know, I've, I've had so many friends, and good things happen to me. And I always tell people, the young people. Have empathy for people. Try to put yourself in other people's shoes. And never cease thanking people for helping you get where you've been. Right. Because I guarantee you. Don't ever forget. No one has ever succeeded in anything without the help from other people. And a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. And that includes uh, all of my friends on this show. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad you've been a part of it, Rufus, for, I don't know, 13, 14 years. When I was afraid I'd be dismissed this morning when I when I saw Phil and, and Nelson. Nelson at the same time, I thought, oh, my you God. So they don't take any place. Uh, I, you said, I, I won't be able to say a word, and this is gone. Well, I, I said, my life know, is gone. You could you could relax. That's that's part of the charm Eat of the show, too. Yeah. Eat donuts. Yeah. Just let the talkers talk. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Eat the donuts. Well, the people that have the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I always look at it, the people that have the knowledge. So, uh, Miss Pam, you still still okay? I'm hanging in here. I'm just enjoying you all so much. And Rufus, I I am thankful for you. And you have a an incredible amount of knowledge. I have seen your garden. You um, don't give yourself enough credit. That's right. That's you don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've learned from folks like you and Phil and Nelsa. And, and of course, now I did not know about the the the, the Yankee Cradle mer- uh, Crepe Myrtle. I couldn't figure it out. I know it wasn't exactly like a like a regular crepe myrtle, but I knew it looked like one, and I asked none other than Pam Beck. She said that's what we call a Yankee crepe myrtle. That's right. Tell us more about that, uh, Pam. Yeah, Pam, you tell them because I didn't know what it was. folks come down here from up north, and, and they'd like to. It's Hepticodium, and um, Tony Avon has a lovely one growing in the front entrance of his garden, uh, very near the first greenhouse that's on the left-hand side there. But it looks, it's got um, wood that that exfoliates, much like our native crepe myrtles do. Another common name for it is seven sunflower. It's a summertime flowering plant, white blooms, um, pretty, pretty plant, uh, and not used nearly enough. And I bet you sell them, don't you, Phil, at the garden center? I do not. I hate hate to have to say this, but right this very second, I do not know. I haven't kept up with anything we have up there since about the 1st of January. I've been putting orders in for the spring. Um, so if they want to call the retail, uh, but we, we've kind of gotten down on some stock right now we're getting ready to start adding everything in yeah, so we'd be loving, way with most nurseries yeah loving to uh to add some of those that would be great and what is there a, a more common name for it seven sunflowers seven, seven suns flower. okay okay yeah. but and, it's a, um it's hepticodium h-e-p-t hepticodium and it is a um a Summer blooming alternative to our 
hypermyrtles. It's very drought tolerant. Again, once established, it's a thinner tree. It's never going to get the heft that the crepe myrtles get, but um, very tall, uh, wonderful blooms, wonderful bracts left after the blooms fall off, too. So um, nice, nice tree to have in the garden. We have several people waiting. Uh, among them, the esteem, our, our esteemed uh, uh, Chitlin Club colleague, J.C. Knowles. From oh, Apex. my goodness. In the great town of Apex, where everybody loves J.C. Uh, J.C., good morning, my friend. So good, good to hear from you. Good to you. Uh, I've been calling you for a month or two, but uh, I'll listen to you every Saturday. Everything's beautiful. You mentioned the Chitlin Club. I was going to mention that because that's coming up. It would be coming up on the 31st. Normally, yeah. And I really do miss it. Yeah, yeah we'll have to let it go this time, J.C. Yep. And, you, and, you, and you know why, because of the old plague. Yeah, that's right. So we'll yeah. we'll get her well, done next year. We'll get back to it. Maybe, maybe we can, uh, if it clears up by summertime or fall, uh, maybe we can... Uh, have a short one or something. Yeah. Because I know, I know all of those hundreds of men really miss it. That's right. And it's miss the chitlins and all the good food. Uh, Last Sunday in January. At the Toot and Tail sure. restaurant where we have it. So, yeah. So you've been doing okay, J.C.? Well, we saw you just before Christmas at, uh, at, at Phil's. It was our last opportunity to see yeah. you. It was so nice to come out. Well, I've had four... Uh, skin cancer surgeries uh, oh, wow. since then, and I'm going in Tuesday for two more, and then I'll have to wait three weeks and then two more. Oh. So I'll be having eight all total. Yeah. And so my head has been bandaged up. <laughs> it looks terrible. You look like you've been in a fight, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, it look, and it doesn't look like I won. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, rough. you're still here. You're still here to, to talk about it, so I, I think you won. Yeah, everything is fine. Other than that, that's uh, great. Just hankering in, taking care of the wife, and all. Yeah. And, uh, well, JC, uh, I used your your uh, water can yesterday oh, yeah. to do my house. Well, yeah, water. absolutely, we use that. <laughs> it's so pretty. Well, you know, I showed that on Facebook, and I bet I had a dozen people want to know where they could get me. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you drink a container of orange juice and give me the the, the picture, I'll make you one. Yeah, as uh, has our our picture on it. It's so nice, JC. Yeah, You're just such a nice person. Others, and and I I want to make sure I say hello to Phil because Phil has been a blessing to me. I She's a blessing to everybody. Hey, Mr. J.C., you're a blessing. You're so well, kind. Thank you, ma'am. I, and uh, my garden is in winter mode right now, so it'll be spring before I'll uh, talk to you. Not not that long. I'll probably just drop by there one day and see you. Well, I've got a brand-new crop of pansies and violas and um, that sort of thing. So if you need some flowers for the Apex Garden, let me know. They... Uh, Pansies have had a hard time this year, so. Yeah, well, well, I appreciate that. I sure do. And uh, Mike, I uh, I just can't brag about you folks enough. Uh, I did not put a post on this morning because I got up late, uh, but I try to put a little thing on early every Saturday to let folks know that. You're on the air from eight till eleven. Well, we appreciate it, my friend. Mm. We sure do. 
and uh, I enjoy it. And I got a little humor for you today. All right. This married couple had been shopping at the mall all day long, and the wife, she got real tired and wanted to go home, and she looked around and couldn't find her husband. He had disappeared, and she got all upset, mad about it and all, and she called her husband on his cell phone to find out and demanded, where in the world are you? And I demand you to tell me right now. And the husband answered and said, well, darling, do you remember that jewelry store where we saw that beautiful diamond necklace and totally fell in love with it and I didn't have the money at that time? And the wife blushingly and just with excitement all said, yes, my darling husband, I do remember. And the husband said, well, I'm in the bar next to that jewelry store. <laughs> Very good. Very good, J.C. <laughs> Drove him to drink, J.C. We love you, too. We love you, too, J.C. Take it easy, buddy. (laughs) The great (laughs) J.C. Knowles. We'll talk to Jay and uh, Joe and some other folks coming up here pretty quickly on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. It's 1020. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 1023. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston. Phil Campbell, Pam Beck is with us. And uh, almost had Nelson Cox, but she <laughs> she turned around, and went back home, left yeah. left some cuttings, took a donut, and went home. That's it. <laughs> she just wanted the donut. <laughs> Joe is with us. Joe, good morning. Thank you so much for waiting. Joe, oh Joe, where are you? Good morning. Um, earlier today, you were talking about. I'm right here. Well, yeah, we. Hello? Yeah, now we can hear you. We couldn't hear you very well at first. Okay. Uh, earlier today you were talking about... Um... I think you got your radio on. We're on a yeah. seven, okay. eight-second delay, something like that, 10 seconds. I don't know. Right. It gets really confusing for you, I know. Yeah. Uh, earlier you were talking, I think Pam was talking about propagating chameleons, Um and she was also talking about poppies. I've never had much luck with poppies, so I'm wondering what kind of poppy seeds did she plant? California poppies or Icelandic or, or, or what? Um, and also how she does that and how she propagates camellias. When? What's the time of the year to do that? Oh, boy. We could we could spend the whole show on this. Yeah, <laughs> prob- propagation. <laughs> Uh, first of all, about the about the poppies, I have tried lots of different poppies, and what I usually do is try to get them from somebody's garden who also is in the area. People are very kind about sharing their plants. Um, I have tried them from seed packets and and um, have had a little bit of success with that. But if you know someone who's growing some poppies, and oftentimes. They're just the old bread seed poppies, the old Hungarian bread seed type poppies that you're going to find in old gardens, especially heirloom gardens. And, um, I don't know any of that. Are they the real tall ones that you grow? Yeah, these are the taller ones. The ones you'll see at historic places like Montrose's Garden. Uh, we used to have them at the Mordecai House in that garden. Uh, Rufus probably remembers those when we had them back there. With oh, the absolutely. At the Mordecai Garden. They were beautiful. Um, but Betty Perry, when we volunteered there, always said, 
put the poppy seeds out in the fall because they need the cold. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So fall into winter time is a good time to sow those, just like larkspur. Um, you can do them very lightly on, on an area, um, just scrape the soil a little bit. Sprinkle the poppy seeds are very fine and tiny. If you've ever used them in baking, you know how small they are. And um, then just lightly, uh, you can use the backside of a rake or something and just kind of go over it uh, lightly. Yeah, just I've done that. I've just never soil. had any luck with them. You know, any luck with them? Well, you cannot mold. Well, they'll maybe they maybe germinate, but they don't go beyond that really. Just... Okay. All right. Well, they like a dry soil. They um, many of these are indigenous to the Mediterranean area. They like a little bit more lime than our native soils have. They are not fond of that 4.5 to 5 pH that we have. So if you've got a garden spot somewhere that you have grown vegetables, you might have better luck than in your flower beds. They cannot Mm -hmm. take any mulch on top of them, um, much like um, cardinal flowers, another one, that uh, lobelia. It does not like any mulch over the top of it. and uh, that will oftentimes take it down. But that's probably the best suggestion. And if you can get some from somebody who has them in their garden and they have let the poppy seeds dry and they can give you the poppy seeds, then from that, then that would probably be your best bet. Does okay. That so are, are yours the really tall ones, like five or six feet tall? Yeah, these are the ones that are going to be anywhere between – about three to four feet tall. I've, I've not seen any as tall as me. Um, okay. So they're about they're about waist high or so. Um, and I'm a tall girl, so <laughs> they're not yeah. they're not going to be that tall. Um, yeah. And, and I don't see any around. Another thing entirely. Stuff. Like I said, I've oftentimes had camellias that I cut in the winter, brought inside into a vase. If I leave them in the vase long enough, they'll grow some roots. Mm-hmm. But then um, oh, really? Anne is the is the master. Of camellia, she is the uh, camellia queen. To <laughs> probably tell you better about propagating them, and and Phil has a nursery. She could probably tell you more about them than I could. Yeah, I know. Uh, Ann has always talked about July, for instance, taking cuttings in July, July cuttings. and and how do you know where to to cut on the on the plant, the stem? You you, you go about the top four inches five inches of the plant and cut it down and and and, and take several of those cuttings and and i, I know you use uh, something with peat moss and sand peat moss and sand is the one that i and, think is root, easier to use and root tone and put them in mm-hmm. little cups rufus i'm sure that uh, you and phil have done that too yes oh absolutely yeah. uh, but i don't want to wait how long it takes for one six incher to yeah. grow uh, I, I yeah. just get mine where Phil has grown it for a couple of years. So I guess right. you, you take those, take the soil, put them in the little pots, put the the uh, root tone in, put the the stem in, and you, you just put dip them your in stem it. in the root tone. Yeah, and yeah. you just you just put them in an area. Uh, you wouldn't do it right now, of course. In July, you'd put them under you know in a shady area, maybe. Shady spot. Yeah. Let me tell you a little secret I developed. We got about thirty seconds. About having root tone stick onto the stem, dip the stem in a little bit of water, and, and the root tone will stick onto the wetness a lot better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Be careful, okay. to, yeah, when you do that. So you, and then make your hole with a pencil so that you don't scrape it off going down. Right-o. 
Joe, I hope that helps you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead on WPTF. Get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Whoo, man, we're uh, we, we zipped through this show this morning as usual, but it just seems like it's even faster today. And uh, I would move very quickly on Monday to go to King's Auto Service because, uh, especially if you're having some problems with your car, because they can cover most anything. You know, when you're servicing your car, and I, I do hope you're servicing your car, and you just don't take it to a mechanic when it breaks down. You really need to service it a lot of different ways. And I, I've learned through King's Auto Service, Dean Bailey and all those folks, that there is a cycle of service. And your cycle of service begins the month you buy your car. And that cycle really doesn't necessarily match the normal seasonal changes that we have. At King's Auto Service, they'll schedule your service intervals based on that cycle. And for those using synthetic oil, most of us are now with uh, the newer cars driving limited miles. You may go months past the normal service based on those miles. And You'll need to schedule your service two to three times a year. During your service, Kings will check wipers, belts, tires, transmission levels. And for those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or any other hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at Kings are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. Now, this usually occurs 150,000 miles or so. So call Kings today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Kings Auto Service and Kings Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. Kings Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. 919-860-9783. Let's go to Ron and Carrie. Hey, Ron. Hi. How can we help uh, you, sir? Yeah, first of all, Rufus made a point about giving thanks, and I'm certainly thankful for your show. It's oh, thank you. Back to simpler times, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, that's that's uh, what uh, we're, you know, every show on WPTF used to be like this, but uh, and radio stations in general, but uh, talk stations, but. You know, it's a lot more controversy, but we we try not to try not to have any controversy. This is a little little place where you do escape. Yeah, it's a nice respite. I thank I really you. Appreciate it. Thank you. How can and we help on you? On top of that, we get excellent advice on gardening. So okay. Yeah, that's the main purpose of the show, and we do drift <laughs> so I got off. Two but... questions. One is, uh, I'm thinking about doing a sabbatical on my garden. I've I've, I've uh, cultivated it and harvested it for six years. And uh, I'm just wondering if anybody has ever heard of somebody doing that other than in the Bible. Um, a vegetable? This is your vegetable garden? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pam, you you know about uh, the gardens and Bibles, uh, Bible literature concerning gardens. Uh, is, has that come up? Well, here's, here's the thing, Ron. When you say you're thinking about taking 
taking a sabbatical, which means you're going to take a break from the garden. Is that what you're thinking? Right. Let it lie fallow. I was going to. Uh, I've got leaves, as right. Rupert suggested. I mean, Rufus suggested uh, about six inches deep on, and I'm just going to keep it. You know. Okay. Sounds like a great deal yeah. to me. I mean, it, it's. Well, here's yeah. Here's the complication, and I've had to do this. Um, at different points in my life, you know, for one thing or another, um, especially when I was going through cancer treatment uh, for a year, I could not garden like yeah. I wanted to. And um, my vegetable garden laid fallow. And, you know, when you, when you think about it, it sounds like it's all bad. Uh, the bad side is the weeds will take over. The good side is that it's not a bad thing to let that garden rest every once in a while because you have asked a lot of that soil. And by piling on the leaves and by letting nature have a chance to, to get in there and have the worms work it over and everything, and letting it rest is, is a good thing for the garden. Um, you will have to battle a lot of weeds um, when you get back to it, but it can be done. And I'm here to tell you it, it can be done. So. Um, if you need the rest, if you personally need to just step back for a year, uh, don't hesitate. You've done okay. the right thing. You've put the garden to bed, and you can just, you know, yep. just just rest from it. Uh, I, okay. Ron, I would go ahead and put a little more than six inches. I, I, okay. I use every bit of leave I've ever had on the place. Uh, I stack it up. You can always scrape them back in the spring. If you're going to let it mm-hmm. lie fallow for a year, uh, you – I'm I'm going to say a foot wouldn't even hurt anything. Okay, yeah, I got a, a woods, and that's what I, the second question. It's a mature woods, and it has green briar, and I, I'm not a, a fan of putting bad, bad chemicals out there. I've got a well, yeah, and so yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to control it. You know what green briar is? Yep. Yeah, yep. you're talking about smilax, uh, right? Also called cat. Or well, I'll tell you, that some that, some of the folks in Raleigh would pay dearly to to get that Smilax so they could put it over um, their their front door. Kind of well, they're welcome. To <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah one of them. One of them is a lot thornier and a lot more uh, invasive than yeah. the other. Yeah. Um, what I what I have done where I've got that in the woods is put down cardboard. Over it, cut it, cut it down. Put cardboard over where it was. If you can't dig it all out, if you try to dig it, try to get the what's called the heart down at the base of the stem. There's a little white swollen node that yep. um, roots come out of, and it's called yep. the heart of the smilax. Try to get that out of there if you can, because um, if there's any of that left, it will definitely spring back. But then you could also try the cardboard thing, too, with um, leaves over it. Uh, that's my easiest way of dealing with that. There's an unbelievable network of roots that intermingle with tree roots. Um, yes. About the diameter of your little finger that just, yep. it, it's, a, it's everywhere. And so there's things yeah. that pop up. I was going to try to cut them, just cut them down. Um, I'm not sure I could put cardboard all over an acre worth of wood. But... Uh, yeah, that's a problem. But uh, if you cut it, if you cut it, won't it eventually kill it. If you keep it, keep the green thing from coming up. <laughs> well, one would hope um, that you know, not having any any um, light to it and stuff like that. If you could stay on it, uh, if you're going to take all the time that you would have put in the vegetable garden and you go out there and put it into the woods instead, 
battling that. Hopefully it would help. But this is where Rufus had told somebody earlier with Ivy um, that you might have to use something like Roundup, and I know you may not want to use something like that, but it may be your only hope if you've really got a bad infestation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, it's not terrible, but, you know, <laughs> I just want to get rid of it. So. Understand. Okay. Well, what, do you, what do you think, Phil? I I mean I'm I agree I I love the uh, fact of letting the garden um, take a rest and and him taking a rest as well from yeah. it but the the soil um, I always tell my landscapers that it doesn't hurt to just put down some mulch or some straw and and let the let your beds just stay there for a month it's not going to hurt anything it looks neat and uh, it gives it a chance to breathe a little bit without having to work so hard. So I think that's a great idea, and with the uh, good luck with the briars, <laughs> that's all I yeah. know. Good gracious, they're a mess. But yeah, it sounds uh, sounds like you might have to do a little roundup after you cut it back, and it sprouts out with some new leaves. Isn't there a roundup that, that you a, could use around brush. waterways? Well, there's what I would do is uh, use the um, we've got the the wands. It's like you mop it on. And uh, you can get those, I think, agri-supplies. Yeah, you're, one like, of you're your, painting it, basically. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's basically like you're painting it on, and so it's not going <coughs> into the air. Yeah. And so um, I like that. Uh, we use that at the nursery if we have to use it. Mm-hmm. So you can use those. It's, it's like a um, a wand. It's, it's about four four feet long, and it's got a little string cord thing on the end of it, and you put the roundup in the tube. And it just comes out, and you wipe it on the surfaces of the plants. But I think you may you may have to result to that before yeah. it's over with that stuff. That's that's a bear. All right, Ron. I hope that helps. It does. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Ron. Don't be a stranger. Call us again. Okay. All right. Bill is in Chatham County. Bill, good morning. Good morning. Morning. Thank you for waiting. How can we help you? Well. I've got several various questions, and let me start with this. Uh, using pre-emergence in my foundation bedding, you know, I have, the, you know, like a, a blue rug juniper and this type stuff, and it's a chickweed and or dispersed, depending on the time of year. Just, it, you can't keep up with it. I've used some preen, but, uh, or pre-emergence. Yes. How often can you use that? And is there a issue with it getting in your uh, surface water? I'm on a well system, you know, so I have another great question. Yeah. So what what do your experts say on that? And then if you'll allow me, I've got a couple. Sure. Uh, Pam, Pam, you have a well, I know. Do you use preen? I do have a well, and um, I I do not um, use that kind of product. I don't use a pre-emergent. and the main reason for not using something that um, is broad spread like preen is, is that if you, after putting that down, then <clears throat> dig a hole to put another plant in, if any of that pre-emergence goes into the soil of that hole, it will, it will stop the roots from growing for that plant. So if you've got a bed that's already established, and you're not going to use, put anything else in there, no bulbs, no perennials, no annuals, then you can use a pre-emergent such as preen that's a broad, 
spread type thing that you put across the whole bed. But I am always fiddling with my beds. I'm always trialing new plants. I'm always trying new plants. I'm taking cuttings or whatever. And and I can't put down anything that's going to potentially harm something else. Now, as far as its water quality uh, implications, I don't know. Do you, Rufus or Phil, have any information on that? I I don't. I do not. Um, I just know that we try to avoid anything like that if we can. Um, I know it's a pain to have to pull things up by hand or dig things up with a hoe or um, scrape across the top of the soil to get the the weeds out, but that's basically what we do. Yeah. At my home garden. That's the that's the safe way. I mean, because we none of us know what the the chemicals are doing to the water underground. We just don't know that. All right. So uh, another question. I've had a lot of uh, natural areas where I've had ground covered. Uh, one was uh, ivy, English ivy, I guess, and uh, I've finally gotten rid of it. It's great for a few years, but uh, it just will overwhelm you, and I found that it's an excellent place for the uh, surface to uh, lay around in. Mm-hmm. So I've finally gotten rid of that, and uh, I'm looking to put maybe another ground cover back in there that's, uh, uh, that would work and maybe not be as, uh, I mean, it's as easy for the copperheads to lay around in the ivy. It's easily hidden. A ground cover that maybe sits more on top, maybe something like jugaweed, a juga, or uh, um, um, the Vinca minor. Is, not is this a shady area? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but the ivy does grow in there. The um, of course, and uh, vinca minor is is certainly uh, something that will work there. Yeah, or you can put mondo grass in, make a bed with mondo grass, the yeah. small mondo grass. Pencil, yeah, dwarf mondo grass. The mondo grass spread. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, the um, the, the aduga, uh, a fuga weed. Uh, is that very invasive? No, I wouldn't say it's, it's an not, No, it doesn't grow that fast. I, I would think it. No, but it. Yeah, go ahead, Pam. But it moves around. Yeah. 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 Uh, the yeah, only oh, problem yeah. with the ajuga is it does move around. It, it's going to be hard to keep it contained in one place. It, it really likes to, to just pop up in random places. And it's not going to give you the smooth, evergreen look right. that, you know, uh, one of these other ground covers. I like Phil's suggestion of Mondegrass. The other thing is. Um, I, I really like our native Pachysandra. Now, we've yep. got quite a few native plants that make beautiful ground covers, and if you can find enough of it, our native Pachysandra, which has very, uh, variegated leaves and has bigger blooms and all, that's quite lovely. There's lots of other uh, ornamental grasses that you can use that are, that are very nice, like some of the golden acorus and things like that in the shade. You can use ferns. Um, you had talked about how aggressive and invasive um, ivy was. Vinca is just as aggressive and invasive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will take over your, your garden. Right. Well, Mondo grass wouldn't let the serpents hide as much either. Right. Yeah. Not if you mm-hmm. use a door. You're right. The, the, uh, is there a variety of Mondo grass? I have some Mondo grass and, and have it, uh, and it, and it, over the years, it's turned into clumps of Mondo grass. Mm-hmm. You want dwarf mondo grass. 
Well, this is yeah. this is a dwarf mondo grass, but it's it's mm-hmm. grown into clumps. So, is there a variety yeah, of mondo grass that looks nice and smooth and uniform? Well, I don't know the ones I've got spreads nicely. Yeah, so the, it spreads slowly. It spreads, yeah, it does spread it, it slowly. Should be spreading. It should be spreading for you because it's not a true grass. It's a. Um, it's in the lily family, and um, it will spread by underground runners. Um, it may be that there's mulch or, or something around it that's made it stay in, in little tight clumps. But you can divide those up if you will lift one of those clumps, say the size of your hand, and divide it into quarter-sized pieces and plunk it out. It should start filling in beautifully. Right. Yeah. Well, I've, I've just yeah, I've just found what I've had is very clumpy, and I don't find any of those uh, characteristics that would keep it from not just being smooth. It, it was smooth for a while. It's just gotten older. It's clumped up. So I'm uh, not looking for that, and I'm looking for something that surface doesn't give a lot of room for uh, it, it, the, the, the snakes to lay down in that you can't see on right. the Inundated with copperheads here on this rocky hilltop in northern Chatham County, and it's uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't live so well with them. All right, not very symbolic. Bill, thank you very much. Hope that helps you, sir. Have a great day. Thanks Thanks so much for listening there in beautiful Chatham County. All right, uh, we'll talk to Eileen. Coming up on WPTF, it's 1053. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And we just don't know why it's been <laughs> running so long, but it is it is technically one of the longest-running, as far as we know, since 1945. Uh, the Tar Heel Gardener, Weekend Gardener, been on the air and uh, let's see, Eileen is next. Eileen, good morning. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Um, Thanks for waiting. I have, thank you so much for your show. I love sure. it. Sure. Um, I have banana trees that have just gotten out of control over the years, and I'm ready to be done with them. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Miss, P- Miss Phil over here has some banana trees. <laughs> you don't consider those out of control, though, do you? They're, they're along your property well, on the could. road. I love them. But well, they're beautiful, but... Uh, they keep on going. They, um, Yeah, they keep sending up new shoots every year, so we have new banana trees every year. So uh, the only thing you can do you dig. Is, is dig, 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 or... I mean, I, I'm not a real fan of this, but uh, I, you could definitely, when they start to, to shoot out this spring, go ahead and put some like Roundup, roundup on it. Or or either you might could even, um, I don't know what you think about this, Pam, but I think you might could go out there now if you've cut those back and put Roundup down into where the water's obviously going in, just in the top of that uh, part where you cut it, just put... Uh, Put I mean, she needs it probably on a warmer day. Would it matter? Oh yeah, I'd wait till it warms up just a little bit. Yeah, it, read the label. I I, I, I'm not sure what the temperature range is, but we're supposed yeah. to be fairly chilly. Six, from, it's usually about seventy or seventy-five. Yeah, so it'll be a while before we get there. But uh, you can keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, and, I just wanted to know if there was besides getting a backhoe. Oh, you've got a lot of them, haven't you? Oh yeah, they spread. Yeah. They spread, yeah. 
there are people that will come and dig those up. Yeah. Yes, I've done that over the years as well. Um, yeah. You know, advertised and given them away. But it's yeah. hard to get them all dug up. I that's know. for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I wish we had an easier answer for you. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, someone said, uh, Master Gardener told me, you know, Roundup. And I'm like, uh Yeah. I just wonder if there was another way. I guess cardboard and. I think they oh, they'll still right come up. Yeah. yeah, you've yeah. got you've really got to get them out of the ground. It's like bamboo; it'll good. come up anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why I don't have any in my yard. <laughs> yeah. You don't like them? I didn't know that. Well, while I have, give me a windmill palm any day. Okay, I like those okay. two. Yeah, yeah. they just they just have spread way way too many. You know, way too much. Oh right. yeah, and for sure. Too big in the ground. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. You've given me something to think about. You guys have a great day. Call you us too. back, Eileen, uh, anytime. Okay, thanks a lot. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, uh, Rufus, I didn't know you were, you were again them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just don't fool with them. No banana trees, huh? <laughs> yeah. I now, love I dug, a banana. <laughs> I dug up one that I didn't like. It was just too pristine and perfect. I like the ones, I finally got one from Phil that, that looks shredded when the wind blows and looks like the jungle. That's it. It looks like it's supposed to. So and you can play Georgia the Jungle? Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Lead a pretty simple life. Uh, Miss Pam, what do you got going on this week? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, mainly trying to stay warm. It's going to really drop tonight. Um, I would advise anybody who has some plants outside in pots, uh, like some of us who keep Japanese maples or conifers in pots, do think if it's getting down to 20, maybe doing a little extra wrap of insulation around those pots. Mm -hmm. But um, just going to enjoy the rain when it comes. And uh, like I said, we're working on our fence. We'll keep you posted. All right. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't work, Mike, too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to. You take yeah. care of yourself, Pam. Yeah, please do take care. You're such a you're such a f wonderful person. We appreciate. We you. all love you. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thanks. for being a part of the show. Come out and see some pansies, Pam. Yeah. I will. I will. You all right, uh, Miss Phil. Thank you very much, well, Miss Ann, you. Brother thank Rufus. Y'all all stay safe, and uh, thanks to our listeners. Thanks to. Uh, to Sam in there, our producer, God love you, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. You too.